0: The second section of Psalms, known as the Exodus Psalms, remind us that the God who redeemed us is still with us. In fact, He has promised to never leave us or forsake us. Today we join Scott Pauley in opening God's roadmap for life. Find your place in the Word of God in the Psalms and let's discover what God has for us along the way.
1: There is nothing more beautiful in this world than a joyful spirit. And there is no greater testimony for our God than someone full of praise for Him. Psalm 66 is evidence of that. It is a song or a psalm of praise. It begins this way, Make a joyful noise unto God all ye lands. Sing forth the honor of His name. Make His praise glorious. Now don't miss this. God is glorious. You can't make God glorious. He is glorious. But we are to make His praise glorious. In other words, in the way we praise Him, we should so reflect His beauty that everyone around us who hears it and who sees it says, We don't know your God, but we'd like to know your God. Uh, The New Testament parallel to this, uh, the Bible says we are to adorn the doctrine of God our Savior in all things, literally to beautify it, Uh, to so dress it up that when people see the truth, it is a, a most attractive thing to them. And I repeat to you what I said a moment ago. There's nothing more attractive than a joyful spirit. Honestly, when you get around somebody that has the joy of the Lord, you want to be near that. You want to be like that. You want some of that. So Psalm 66 is a a song of praise, but it really is also a testimony psalm. In fact, it begins by the psalmist speaking to God. He says in verse 3, Say unto God, how terrible art thou in thy works. Through the greatness of thy power shall thine enemies submit themselves unto thee. All the earth shall worship thee and shall sing unto thee. They shall sing to thy name, Selah. But then after the pause, after the Selah, there's a shift. Instead of speaking to God, he then begins to speak to men. And he says in verse 5, Come and see the works of God. He is terrible in his doing toward the children of men. He turned the sea into dry land. They went through the flood on foot. There did we rejoice in him. He ruleth by his power forever. His eyes behold the nations. Let not the rebellious exalt themselves. Selah. O bless our God, ye people. And make the voice of His praise to be heard, which holdeth our soul in life, and suffereth not our feet to be moved. Do you see how the praise begins by going Godward, and then it goes manward? Why is that? Well, first of all, praise is something we offer to the Lord. It is a means by which we can say to Him, Lord, we thank You. Lord, we love You. Lord, we bless You. And we give God glory. But as praise is given to God, if it's done in the right way, it then becomes a testimony to other people. We talk about witnessing. Uh, some people refer to uh, giving a testimony to lost people or to being a soul winner. All right? May I just give you a simple definition of what all that is? Witnessing, essentially, at its heart, at its core, is simply praising God to somebody else. Don't overcomplicate it. Sometimes we, we think of it as giving religious speeches to people and simply reciting facts about God. That's not what witnessing is. A witness simply shares what they've seen and what they've experienced. So for me to witness to someone is simply for me to talk about the goodness of God in my own life and to point them to the God of goodness, to point them to our great God. This is, this is what true praise is. It's a testimony. Our thanks is to be a testimony. Uh, He goes back and forth throughout the rest of the psalm. For example, he turns in verse 10 back to speaking to God. He says, For thou, O God, hast proved us. Thou hast tried us as silver is tried. Thou broughtest us into the net. Thou laidest affliction upon our loins. Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water. But thou broughtest us out into a wealthy place. I will go into thy house with burnt offerings I will pay thee my vows, which my lips have uttered, and my mouth have spoken when I was in trouble. I will offer unto thee burnt sacrifices of fatlings. With the incense of rams I will offer bullocks with goats. Selah. Do you see what he's praising God for here? He's praising God now for what God did for him in trouble. In the first part of the psalm, he praised God for bringing them out of Egypt. He talks about coming through the sea on dry land. That's a picture of salvation. But now he's praising God for what the Lord has done along the journey. There's a beautiful progression here of how we are to praise God. Begin by praising God for His salvation. Talk about how the Lord saved you. But don't let that be the end of it. In fact, it could be that the greatest praise, the most glorious praise you have to give is not of some past experience. It is of your present experience with God. It is not simply of the day you received the Lord Jesus as your Savior, but rather it is the grace and mercy and strength you receive every day as you walk through trouble. I would go so far as to say that perhaps the strongest praise that is ever given is the praise that is given by the person who has gone through trouble and has seen God's might and strength in the midst of their trouble. And the psalmist was such a man, and so he's giving God glory for that. When you come to verse 16, he says, Come and hear, all ye that fear God. Do you see how he shifts back from praising God now directly to now praising God to others? Come and hear, all ye that fear God. And I will declare what he hath done for my soul. That may be one of the most beautiful expressions I've ever read. Can I tell you what praise is to others? It is simply you telling them what God has done for your soul. Sir, ma'am, young person, has God done anything for your soul lately? Has the Lord done something special for you? Uh, Would you talk about it? Would you share it with others? He goes on in verse 17 to say, I cried unto him with my mouth and he was extolled with my tongue. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. But verily, God hath heard me. He hath attended to the voice of my prayer. Now, I think this is interesting how praise comes full circle back to prayer. Prayer leads to praise and praise leads to prayer. When you begin blessing God, it brings you into a place where you want to pray more. And as you pray more, you have more calls to praise God. There's this beautiful circle, if you will, this, this cycle of communion and communication with God Here's one of the great prayer principles. If you regard iniquity in your heart, the Lord can't hear you. He won't hear you. In other words, if you want to hold on to your sin, you can't get a hold of God. And yet the psalmist here is able to say, God hath heard me. There's no iniquity in me. I've confessed my sin. I've I've kept the way clear. There's nothing between. The old timers would refer to it as staying on praying ground. Can I challenge you today to stay on praying ground and stay on praising ground? And then Psalm 66 ends this way in verse 20. Blessed be God, which hath not turned away my prayer, nor His mercy from me. Friend, the ultimate praise is to say, God has answered my prayer and showed me mercy. Can you say that today? I leave you with this simple thought. As I was meditating on Psalm 66, there was an expression used twice uh, with a little variation in this psalm that just captured my attention. In verse 5, he says, come and see. Come and see the works of God. And then in verse 16, he says, come and hear. Remember, praise is a testimony. Praise is a witness. Essentially what you're saying to people is, look, come and see for yourself. Come and hear what I have heard. Sounds a lot like what the disciples in the New Testament said when they were trying to bring people to Jesus. Come and see. You don't believe me? Come and check it out for yourself. You're not sure about this? Come and hear the Messiah for yourself. Can I tell you that the greatest witness you can give to people today is this? I have seen and I have heard the goodness of God in my own life. Now, you come and see it for yourself. You come and hear it for yourself. I leave you with the opening words of Psalm 66. Make a joyful noise unto God, all ye lands. Sing forth the honor of His name. Make His praise glorious.
0: If you would like more information on knowing the Lord Jesus Christ in a personal way, or more information on growing in your faith, please visit us at scottpauley.org. We would love to hear from you. From there, you may also download your free copy of A Ready Reference of the Psalms to help you in our current study. We are praying that God will guide you today and that you will enjoy the journey.